We are live. All right. So, looks like we're live. Welcome to another episode of Shoot Your Pitch. I'm Rudy, and with me is my co-host, Lamar. Hello, hello. All right, Lamar, why don't you go into uh, the game that we're going to be playing? I mean, it's the same game as last time, but let's let's run down and run over uh, uh, what modes we're playing and go from there. Uh, we're going to play Black Ops 4 Zombies like we usually do. Uh, we're going to take a little this time and just play some casual blood of the day while we talk about everything that's happened today. Uh, more, Most importantly, it's what, about what time is this? About 7 o'clock. That means the NFL trade deadline just ended three hours ago. But we have other stuff to talk about first. Yep. So, jumping right into it, why don't you start us off with uh, with some El Clasico. Oh, El, El Clasico. Yeah, it's it's a game that can't be beat. It is the best rivalry in the world. When people talk about, you know, Boston, New York, Boston, L.A., Ohio State, Michigan, none of that compares to El Clasico. You know, I don't see other other fans of other teams throwing pig heads on the on the field or on the on the you know on the basketball court. You know, the closest thing we got. To- well, I mean, you have soccer, or, or I'm sorry, you have uh, you have that uh, octopus that gets thrown out into the ice. Yeah, and hockey. I was going to bring up Bills fans throwing dildos onto the field like last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a family friendly yeah. show, <laughs> <laughs> um, but really. Barca went into that game needing a win. They they went into that game needing to to not having Messi and playing Real Madrid. That's dangerous. Form does not matter in Clasicos. It doesn't matter that Real Madrid's been horrible in La Liga, and it doesn't matter that Barca has been borderline terrible in La Liga. Barca came into this game and they played classic Barca football. A lot of passing. A lot of running. The new Brazilian midfielder, Artur, completely blew the doors out of the game, and they won 5-1. Suarez had a hat trick. You know, I've been telling you personally that Suarez has lost it. I said he was the Carmelo Anthony of the football world, and that's an insult. And while I don't think Suarez is what he was the 2013-2014 year with Liverpool, where I saw him be the greatest striker of all time, in my opinion, not just because of his scoring, because of his passing, because of his off-ball awareness. He's still the best striker in the world. He's still better than Punaguero. He's still better than Robert Lewandowski. He's still better than Gabriel Jesus. He's just the best. And, you know, I, I admittedly do hate Real Madrid and everything about them, but I have to feel for their former manager, Le Pedigree. He got fired a day before the World Cup started for the Spain national team, and now he's been fired again. I can't imagine being fired twice in the span of four months. That would be horrible. Yeah, that's rough. At the very least, he has his contract, so they they still got to pay. Yeah, but that's, that's a firing that that it really affects your career, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, do you think the firings for either team were justified? Um, I, I, the Spain one made sense. The Spain one made sense because if you're thinking about stuff for club football, you're not all the way locked in for what the World Cup presents. The World Cup is, 
it, it's not fair, but you gotta be you have to be a hundred percent locked in, and you have to be ready at by all times. And he wasn't. Now the Real situation, that's that's something else. Florentino Perez, he plays no games. You know the devil works hard, but Perez works harder. That's that's just the truth. So, so how did uh, Gareth Bale do without uh, Ronaldo? Gareth Bale had a uh, he had a decent start to the year, but he's kind of fallen off. He didn't have much of a presence in that game, and neither did Luka Modric and Tony Cruz. I forgot they were playing. I forgot Luka Modric was playing. You know, he won the the uh, FIFA Men Player of the Year award. But he had a stinker. He an absolute stinker of a game. And they both got outshined by a player who's never played European football before this year. Yeah, you know, it's not a good sign. So safe safe to say that uh they missed Ronaldo. I think well, they got off to a slow start last year in La Liga too. But you, you have to realize Ronaldo is like one of the greatest, like as in top five Champions League players of all time. I don't think he's like that in regular league seasons, but in Champions League, he's a whole new man. And because, and that's because Champions League isn't about consistency. It's just you have 10 games and you just got to win them. You just got to win those 10 games. Um, and so he really gets to show off a little bit more and the game is more open naturally. And you know, like I said, they, they got off to a slow start last year in our league, and they obviously didn't win it. At one point, they were about sixth or seventh, so this is on par for what they did last year. It's just now they don't have the 30, 40 goals he's going to bring, so they need goal scoring. Didn't they, uh, didn't in one of the El Clasicos last year, didn't Real get blown out in one of them? Um, no. You know, five one. They were one of them was two two. The second, the one at the camp knew was two two. Okay. And okay. I think the first one was two one three one. So so not blowouts, but you know. Okay. Yeah. No, we're close to a blowout in that event. Uh. Whoa. 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 Okay. But that's all. That's yeah, all really to talk just about. Came up and hit me world. blind spot. Yep. All right. Moving. Moving right along. Uh, explosions in the. Uh, NBA happened yesterday, so uh, 92 points in one half by the Golden State Warriors against the Chicago Bulls. Just utterly ridiculous. It's, it's not fair. You know, like, you texted that to me, and I either thought one of two things happened. Your finger slipped when you were texting me, or the NBA app had messed up because that's what the NBA app does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, NBA app is pretty trash. And no. They, they... But, uh, no. <laughs> It was it was the truth, oh. and uh, we we could get into we could get into what I don't like about all the new things, uh, such as the the fouling rules and uh, you know lack of defense rule, uh, essentially making the offense that much more powerful. Yeah, but still, we need to acknowledge that. Uh... The Warriors, I think that was a statement game for them. Even though it was against the Bulls, I think that was a little bit of a statement game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, big guy came in. That was them showing, hey, 
when we turn, like just like Shannon Sharp said, when we turn it on, we have it. And there's nothing you or any team in the NBA could do about it. Going into the year, I thought my Celtics in the seven-game series would be able to best them. And I was basing that on seeing what they did in their second year with Kevin Durant, that it, it seems that they got a little bit um, complacent. It felt like they got a little bit complacent. Yeah, a little stagnant. Yeah, a little stagnant. They were they had started off that year pretty slow. But seeing this, there's no way, there's no way to compete with this. It's hard enough to guard Kevin Durant, a seven footer, with just some of the best handles I've ever seen. It's hard enough to stop him and Steph Curry, one of a top three point guard of all time, the greatest shooter we've ever seen. But then. You've got to stop Clay Thompson, where if you don't stop him, he's going to drop 52 in 26 minutes. That's that's not fair. That's not fair for any team. And, and we all know it's not the first time he's done something like this. I mean, 37 and a quarter once. That's right. Uh, 20 points a quarter for three quarters straight, dropping uh, 60 without even playing in the fourth. It's it's ridiculous. So in one of the hottest hands, single handedly one of them game six in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Against the Thunder. Um, actually two games, game six and game seven. And uh, I mean I he, he didn't single handedly win game seven, but he definitely uh he definitely sparked sparked a few things, game five, game six, game seven. See, I don't people people are now trying to make the argument that he's better than Curry at shooting. I don't think that's true. But what I will say is this. When he gets hot, he is the hottest. Just by far. Easily and by far. Yeah, I think uh I think if I were to trust anybody in a uh in a hot moment, his would be uh it would be off of his hands. Yeah. I mean but that that's not to say like, you know, Kevin Durant's no slouch. I'd still take Kevin Durant like nine times out of ten. Just that one time, I guess, would be uh, Clay. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah, and and other players can still be better, but man, heat is heat. Uh, that's that's pretty tough. Like, yeah, when you have on the same team, you have somebody that bested their video game self. And I'm just going to use the self revive right here down because of the catwalk again, but um. Got somebody that bested themselves video game wise. Like he was better than his video game self one during his MVP season. And then you have somebody that could score, I don't know, 60 with a snap of a finger or get hot. Yeah. And then you have somebody that can control the game so dominantly offensively that it's insane. There are some games where you watch Kevin Durant and you think, like, wow, he's having an off night. And then you look at the scoreline, and he'll have yeah, 35. Yeah, but he quietly has 30. He'll have like 35. And yep. just be like, when yep. did that happen? Yeah, uh, when he was on the Thunder, and I watch, like, you, you know, I watch yeah, so many yeah. Thunder games every year. I, I would constantly say, like, you know, Russell Westbrook has loud points. And by loud points, I mean, like, you notice every single yes. thing. But when it comes to uh, Kevin Durant, it's like, you know, he'll shoot a three here and there. He'll get his touches, and next thing you know, it says he has like forty points. Like, where where did that come from? So, there, there's, it's definitely unfair. Yeah, putting three of the best shooters 
ever to play on one team. That that's it's ridiculous. Um, what else happened? Right here. What else has happened in the NBA? Um, I guess uh, a couple other things that happened. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is actually playing uh, pretty well since the last couple games. Uh, he's finally had couple good games. Yeah, so with, um, with him playing decently, with him, you know, accepting his responsibility his role, do the Minnesota Timberwolves take, do they take um, Houston's first round draft picks that the Rockets are offering? I personally would if I were the uh, if I were the uh, Wolves, but that being said, uh, the Rockets should not make this offer. Why? They just flat out shouldn't make this offer. I, I understand they're in a win mode now. Or a win, yeah, now, win mode, now mode. But, uh, yeah, I said that back. No, no, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, think about it. Yeah, sure, they just re-signed James Harden uh, a couple years ago. Um, but the NBA is so fast that you never know things could easily change. And that's for four first round draft picks and not, and you can't trade back to back years. Right. It has to be every other right. year. So and that, that, it, and, that would uh, extend to like, you know, that's seven years. Yeah. That, that'd be seven years out. That's seven years out. You could get a max of seven years. Oh crap. Should I have not opened that? No, that was the wrong door. To open. Um, <laughs> oh, well it, it, it's a chill. It's a chill run. So it's all good. But, um, yeah, uh, I personally wouldn't have done that. That's to win now. You're sacrificing an influx of talent, and every single year that's gone by, at least since the Anthony Bennett first round draft Ooh. pick fiasco, um, it seems like there's been a lot more talent going into college and being one and yeah. done. So, personally, I would not have sacrificed it. Um, there's so much talent that a first-round draft pick, even in later rounds, uh, i.e. Kyle Kuzma, are very serviceable. Yeah, that's true. Um, another, an- another another example would be uh, Hamadou Diallo on the Thunder. He's been very serviceable. But, he should be starting. But okay, but at the same time, what what is Daryl Morey supposed to do? Is he supposed to sit around and watch the, thund- uh, the, uh, the uh, Warriors just – quite literally terrorize the rest of the league? Mm, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, y- yes, short-term, no long-term. Oh, man, is there another big yes. guy? Um, I, th- I, th- I think it's a decent move, but I just don't think that'll put them over the hump. I don't think I – don't, I don't necessarily – know if Jimmy Butler will also put them up over the home. No, yeah, that's what that's I what mean, I'm saying. Yes, he's he's a great player, but um there's I'm just not sold on cuz Jimmy Butler also is a ball handler and I'm not saying, you know, it doesn't work. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that we tried this team USA thing and mm. Uh, well, last year the Thunder tried the Team USA. <laughs> yeah, thing. you guys tried the and Team USA. That, thing. That, and, yeah. yeah, that that didn't work at all. So yes, it looks great on paper, but I'm not sold on it. Unless it happens and we see it, I'm not going to be sold on it. 
Okay, moving on. So that, that yeah. that's just my thoughts no, on that. Uh, that. Those are those are fair thoughts. Um, moving on, the Lakers, the Lakers lost another game to those Timberwolves last night. And after the game, a reporter asked LeBron James, "You know what does patience running out look for you um, for you look like?" And he responded by saying, "You don't want to be around when my patience runs out." I don't know what that means. That was pretty cryptic to say, but I mean, what could you imagine that even means? Uh, him getting some young young talent traded to go into a win now situation. You, you think you you think that could happen this year? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know who they would actually trade for or who they would get. I mean, it's already been established that neither Kawhi Leonard nor Jimmy Butler wants to play second fiddle to LeBron James. Now, is that confirmed with Kawhi? I just thought that was – I just thought that was rumored. I never heard it was confirmed by Kawhi or his camp, and we know how Kawhi's uncle was this last summer. Yeah, it could just be Kawhi's uncle. Could be, but I don't know. It, it like I'll say this right now. I didn't think Kawhi will, uh, could be the clear cut number one. He seems to be proving me wrong this season. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> it's speaking of uh, being wrong, though. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of being wrong, my Thunder are not looking like a third seat right now. No, no, <laughs> no, you guys. Not, not at all. Oh hell, we're we're barely looking like barely looking like a tenth seat. What? What? I mean, we're not. But what needs to change? Um. Well, there are a few things that come to mind. Um. First thing is rotations from Billy Donovan. Sometimes they make no sense. Uh, I understand why last game Diallo wasn't playing or anything because uh, he he was pretty much just penalized for not showing up to uh, to uh, walk through the team walk through okay. the, the day of the game. So that's so fair. Did, that's fair. I'm not I'm not going to say anything. Did, did Donovan that. confirm that? That's yes. Okay. Just be, only reason I asked was because. Uh, all Patriots fans had heard yesterday was that uh, Josh Gordon wouldn't play the first quarter because of disciplinary reasons by Ian Rappaport. He had reported that. And lo and behold, the game starts and Josh Gordon is out there. Um, mm. But what else needs to be? Okay, yeah, I, is I, it I just coaching for you guys or is it an effort thing? Uh, so looking at it, it seems like everybody else is giving effort. But surprisingly, well, Russ is always going to give his 110%, but – we all know his uh, his decision making can sometimes be um, uh, irritating. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that game that we played against you guys, he took that shot, and all I was thinking was, why? 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 Well, I mean, I understand why because the last few seasons, like Billy Donovan, has relied almost strictly on Westbrook when he's out there. Now. There are times when he has done a fantastic job, i.e. the playoffs with uh, when Robertson was healthy, right, right. Uh, setting him up for backdoors, uh, backdoor cuts, screens, putting him as power forward, make, putting him in a position to succeed where he would be at the rim and can get rebounds and actually uh, shoot over the top of a uh, couple of people. Not over the top, but yeah, yeah. Like, you know, post moves type deal. Uh, so, something similar to what he did in college. But 
then there are times when Russell Westbrook comes in and he just relies strictly on him. Uh, for example, the first game of the season, Russell Westbrook wasn't out or wasn't out there, but he actually came up with some pretty good plays. He actually coached them to you know a near victory. Paul George definitely got us back, but. Um, that leads me to this point. Paul George hasn't really been shooting very well. No, he hasn't. I mean, he's had some decent third quarters and some really decent third quarters, yeah. but outside of that, he's just been mediocre. But he, he's he's still capable, for sure. We, we've seen it. Yeah. And maybe he's just off to a slow start for the season. Yeah, no. Not sure. Russ came out pretty hot, but he's slowing down. But, you know, it's it's a young season. We'll We'll see where it goes going forward. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything starts looking better. I mean, now if we're talking about coaches who need to be fired, let's talk about a coach who did get fired, and in my opinion, got unfairly fired. And Tyron Lue, like, yeah, I think he got the short end of the stick. Not well. The first thing is he had LeBron James for the previous four years, so that's always going to help. Four, just just but, two and a half, right? Oh yeah, two and a half. I'm yeah, sorry. David Blatt. Yeah, you're right. Dave Blatt had the uh, who who the did get last couple. who did get the short end of the stick again. Yeah, that's true. Oh crap, big guy's coming. Um, I, I guess that I guess that brings uh brings it up to this point though. Like playing coaching LeBron is a difficult task that only Spo has been able right, to yeah, I was just about to br- really accomplish. I was just going to bring up how he's the only one to have a winning record pre and post LeBron. That says something. Yeah. That that definitely does say something, but there ha- there were rumors that LeBron didn't want him. Oh no, the, the, those were confir- those I can't say confirmed obviously cuz I haven't talked to LeBron myself, but uh books have talked- he'd deny it anyway. Yeah, he would deny it. Books uh, have talked about how he, you know, kind of said to Coach Riley or to Pat Riley, excuse me, are, are you ever, have you ever thought about coming back to coaching? I mean, we know what that means. Yep. Yep. But uh, he, he told he told him to just stick through with it. Yeah. And, and he, Eric Spolster. I can respect the hell out Eric of that. Eric Spolster was a really good coach for him. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, Ty Lue, like I just hope he can get some sleep now. Like that guy looks like he hasn't been <laughs> to sleep, and he he looked like he had a more stressful job than Obama did in those eight years. Yeah, he looks tired. He looks more stressed than Obama, Bush, Clinton, Clinton everybody put together. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I guess uh, Scott Brooks is also back on the hot seat for the uh. For the Wizards, it's, it's. I don't know, but uh, again, he's he's also another coach that relies mainly on talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had his like. He, I mean, secret yeah, plays. Yeah, secret plays with you guys, which was just get the ball to Kevin Durant. Hey, if that's what it takes to be I'll, an uh, NBA coach, I'm, I can do that. You can. Yeah, sign, I could do that. You can sign me up right now. Yeah, and then then you have. Um, I don't know who who else should be on the hot seat. I guess in terms of the NBA, uh, I I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't think anyone else really deserves the hot seat right now. I think it's early. Well, you know they're always going to bring up Luke Walton. 
just because Ooh, of the Yeah, that's 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 unfortunate. Is is that another David Blatt situation though? Because David Blatt came to the Cavaliers thinking he was going to have his team, he was going to instill upon them his game plans or what he wants to do, and then you get LeBron, and then you know all that goes out the window because it's win now. It's not, it's not winning two years. It's not get to the playoffs in a few years. It's win now. Championship or bust. You have the best player in the world. And that can change a lot of things. And I understand. And that comes full circle to what I was saying earlier, though, about what LeBron could be saying when he's uh, being frustrated. That, that's very true. I mean, some players don't like, – I'm not going to say they don't like playing with LeBron. But we saw how Kyrie Irving somewhat resented playing with LeBron. Um, and, and having him on the team, you know, he, he had planned on Gordon Hayward coming to the team. They were supposed to be the duo. And then LeBron came back. Wait, really? I did not know that yeah. about Gordon oh, Hayward. Oh, yeah, yes. Well, Gordon Hayward was supposed to sign with Cleveland. Um, and, yeah, that, he was going to sign with Cleveland to play with Oh, Kyrie. yeah, you're talking about uh, after his rookie contract. Yes, yes, sir. They had talked okay. about it at All Star game, at the you know rookie sophomore games and stuff like that during the All Star break, and that would have been an interesting team. Um, yeah, but, you know, I, I, I could see that, but I don't, I don't, wouldn't see them getting that far though. I'm going to be completely you don't think honest so? with you. No, I mean in the East, yeah, sure they they could get like they could get a five seed with those two at least at that point in time. Like, I don't think their, they, their first I don't think years. that would have been it. I can't because, see him going. I can't see him going further think uh, about, unless they had good role players. Think about it like this: If LeBron doesn't come back, they don't need to make the trade for Kevin Love. Maybe they get yeah, somebody. They wouldn't like, have made the trade for Kevin Love, but who exactly. would they have gotten? Well, I mean, they they still have the first round pick. Is that necessarily or, true? I, I mean, the first round pick ended up being Andrew Wiggins that got traded. Who's to say they would have picked him? And, and I know that's not I know that's not obvious and hindsight is twenty twenty, but everybody was one hundred percent assuming that, you know, Boston was gonna pick Markel Fultz, and then look what happened. Jason I Taylor don't know why anybody nowhere. really I mean that they, they already knew who they were going with. Yes, and, and that's why they traded down. Um, well, yeah, I could see a trade down scenario, but oh man, animation lag. But um, uh, I I still can't really see them getting that far unless they would have got that third person. And I, I yeah, honestly, at this point, because it's a devil's advocate, I don't know who that third person would be. No, I, I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. Um, but I, I do think getting that third player would have really changed maybe the dynamic for Cleveland because really without LeBron, they're, they're anemic, you know, before LeBron, they sucked after LeBron part one, they sucked. Now it's LeBron part two. They suck. You know, they, they really, Dan Gilbert needs to take a look in the mirror and he needs to quit being so worried about his ego and getting his team back. And, you know, he, he just needs to focus on the development of the players well, but, that comes and, that, that that brings up this question though. 
I, I'm, I don't follow Cleveland as much as uh, I probably should. At least I didn't. So how does how does their salary situation work? Because LeBron wanted everything. LeBron got everything. So yeah. any luxury tax falls on LeBron, essentially, even though the city was flourishing with them. Right. And, and I, I, th- I know Dan Gilbert was willing to pay that extra money for um, – for the chance to have championships. Well, how, how much did it set them back going forward? And I mean, yeah, they, they did get one championship by, by a lot of luck. And it was, it was a really good championship, not discounting them at all. But yeah, I was going to say, yeah. are you going to go full Stephen A. Smith and call it uh, the uh, stimulus deal? That they no. got from the NBA? No, uh, I'm just gonna say that they they got lucky, and then everything else fell fell into the right spot for them. So yeah. I mean, they they got one on the best team record wise regular season. So that that's but that's an accomplishment. Don't forget to but, bring up the I injuries. Mean, yeah. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, what what did it cost them? They cost them their future. So you sound like, I mean, that, you sound, that, that brings up a life lesson as well. <laughs> you kind of sound like Thanos at the end of uh, Infinity War. You know, well, what I did mean, it cost? What did it cost? Everything. 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 It literally it did. cost them everything. And um, more. But go, going from one coach in Cleveland to another coach in Cleveland, this is just Ohio life. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackson was also fired. Yes. Uh, so recently. was Todd Haley. Todd Haley as well, yes. Um, and the reason they were both fired was because of the power struggle that existed between those two coaches. It seemed like they just kept trying to one-up each other, and not in a good way. There's professional one-upping where, you know, seeing your comrade do something so well makes you think, you know, I, hey, I want to do this well too. But what they were doing, were doing was just unprofessional. It was bickering, and it didn't allow Baker Mayfield to flourish. And, and that's their big asset. This isn't like Cleveland teams of the past where you just look at them and they're just disgusting and they're a pathetic team and they just look like they should go out there and lose every game. This is a decent Cleveland Browns team with a good defense. And if they could have had it, a decent offense or, you know, some better kicking, they could have a really <laughs> good record right now. They, they yeah, could they'd, really... they'd be, what, 5-3, and 6-2-ish? and two-ish? Maybe, Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, that that last game, they just gave up towards yeah. uh, towards the middle of it. But I agree with you. Um, the the Buccaneers game, I felt they should have lost just just because of how they played during overtime. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll say they they did do a pretty good job. Uh, they have been jobbed by the ref. A few, they have been jobbed by the refs a few times. Oh yeah, let's not forget that. You know. They got jobbed by the refs so badly that for the first time in the Super Bowl era, a referee was fired during the season. <laughs> it's Come a, on. it's a, but I'm, I'm not, you know, condoning uh, refs being fired by any means, but why not? I mean, so, sometimes, no. well, they have to be held accountable. I'm not accounting for anybody to be fired. I, I don't want anybody to lose their jobs, but at, like, you've got to be held accountable. And okay. this is the first step of them showing accountability. 
in terms of the do NFL. You, did you want Ty Montgomery to be fired? Uh, I'm not familiar. You're going to have to fill Ty me in. Go- okay, Ty Montgomery. This weekend, the Rams made their record to 8-0. and Only perfect yep. record in the league. Yep. Well, they got they got a bit lucky. You know, good teams get lucky. It happens. Yep. But they got pretty lucky because being up with two fifteen and the half, um Ty Montgomery of the Packers Gosh. returns a kickoff and apparently he is told by his coaches, he denies this, but he is apparently told by his coaches, don't bring the ball out, just get to you know, just take it in the end zone, get to the 25-yard line. He says, I'm going to do me. You know, he goes full Leroy Jenkins, and he takes the ball out and fumbles it. <laughs> and we, yes, virtually sealing the, uh, the Rams win. Now, we both know that Aaron Rodgers, uh, with two, you know, that much time left, he's going to win. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's already happened this year once. You know, it's Aaron Rodgers. This is what he does. Comebacks are his thing. And I say that lightly because obviously he's, you know, like 14th of current quarterbacks and comeback wins or ties. But still, he's an amazing quarterback, and nobody had a doubt that they would lose if he had had the ball. Agreed. And, you know, all you heard was – all you heard was um, talks about if he should be fired or let go from the team, and I, I didn't know how to feel about it. But what what did you what do you think? You know, just hearing about this now. So Ty Montgomery, the player. Yes, Ty Montgomery, the player, the wide receiver, the wide. Re- no, he did not get cut. Oh, he didn't get cut. Hmm. No, I felt he that he should. Not necessarily get cut, but he should definitely get reduced playing time for that stunt. Well, how? Well, here, here's some, here's some nice little. If not, new, and here, if he keeps, if it's a repeat offense, then absolutely. Here's some new news for you, my friend. He okay. will not be getting a reduced sentence with the Packers because he's no longer with the Packers. He has been oh. traded. Oh, he has been traded yeah. to the Baltimore Ravens for a seventh round pick in the year 2020. <laughs> Well, I mean that that's a way of uh, punishment, I guess. Uh, being yeah. traded. I mean, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens have a better chance of making the playoffs than Packers do. Yeah, could be worse. So yeah. he might have he might have gotten into a good situation, kind of like the JHI thing uh, last year from the Dolphins to the Eagles. Yeah, to the Eagles, and he was a. Big I mean, I, I I highly doubt it happened for the Ravens, but. You know, you, I, I mean, it's it's sports. You never know what could happen. Well, so there. You know, we need to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we just need to talk about the Sox. Oh, yeah. Forget, yeah. I, I, know, oh, yeah. I know we were forgetting about something. Yeah, one those, Northeast. Those Red Sox. Uh, yeah, Northeast then seems to another. Peyton Kershaw is the Peyton Manning of baseball. We all know it. I don't have to say anything more. You know, he's one of the best regular season pitchers of all time. But every time he gets into the Reds, like the postseason, he just chokes. He just chokes. I, I was just really, really um, 
I was really impressed when uh, when you messaged me that one day, and the Dodgers were up four zero when I last checked. Yeah, and next thing you know, you said, "Hey, they're uh, they're up five to they're, four, or uh, they're they're four to four. They're down five like four, and then it, by that time it was like uh, nine to six. It's just crazy. The, the Red Sox have been the best team in baseball all year, and I said this before the series started. You know." You don't just accidentally win. You don't accidentally win 108 games in baseball. That's not that yeah. kind of league. That's you know this isn't that kind of sport. You the did Red say Sox that. were the best team. The best. The Red Sox were the best team by far, and LA should feel no shame in playing them. But they've lost two two um, World Series back to back. You know how does that feel? Scott, like I, I'm not really sure as far as World Series goes, but. I would well, think baseball I, would be one of the harder sports just because there are, are what, 162 games in a season? Yes. They're de- it's definitely the most uh, – like, league with the most parity. You know, yeah, that's you know, crazy. Whew, it's, it's insane. But I can tell you that losing two World Series back-to-back doesn't feel worse than uh, – uh, it doesn't feel worse than uh, <laughs> blowing a 3-1 lead to a team who oh. has a 1-1 in. Oh, come on, man. You got to bring up that sore thumb for me. <laughs> for you? Yeah, we lived it. Thunder I've lived it. I've been a Cleveland baseball fan my whole life. Oh, yeah, and I, I guess thought, so, man. I thought we had it. it I was, was happy. It was the LeBron James curse when he uh, swapped over from the uh, Yankees and started rooting for the Indians. No, that was exactly <laughs> – you're, you're exactly right. He was, like, flexing – but during the game, I'm like, "What are you doing? You're like, where you you wear you wear Yankees hats, you know?" He he um goes on Instagram and he talks about the the uh, Browns, but he's he's a known Cowboy fan. It's like, my guy, what are you doing? Uh, he might be just the team supporter, but not necessarily a their fan. Oh, uh, is that and is that, that will work out in LeBron ass? One of those dudes who has like four teams, like four teams in his bio. You know, like 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 Warriors, Celtics, uh, <laughs> like Lakers. Those 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 kind of fans are the worst fans. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said Warriors, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers and Celtics. Dude, there. Yes, there are people. <laughs> what there are people like that. That's what I'm trying to say. It happens a lot in soccer. But you, if you if you catch certain people. I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna talk about casual fans because casual fans are a huge part of the sport. They don't deserve to be made fun of. But there are some casual fans who will just have the most random teams like from the biggest leagues, and they'll support both of them, like uh, Manchester United and Liverpool. Like you can't support <laughs> both those clubs. Like that just doesn't work like that. Or Barcelona and Real Madrid. It just doesn't work. I'm not saying you can't support who you want, but you gotta know your history. Yeah. And then, and then when it comes to like you know when they both play, who do you really root for? Because either way, you're you're kind of in a you're kind of in a uh, mosh pit of a um, fan base at that point. Cue that you know, girl. Be, cue that. Cue that one girl from the Alabama game with the shirt that says, "I just hope both teams have a good time." Um, <laughs> I hope both teams have a good time. Well, yeah, then you want both teams to win, or you want to tie. That's the only thing I can come. Uh, I could think of for their conclusion. Oh man! So, 
you know, to end the show, I think we should talk about some of the trades that have happened real quick in the NFL and what we think about them. Um, Golden Tate to Philadelphia. That's going to do a lot for them. If their offense was stagnant, it's not stagnant anymore because Golden Tate is an amazing receiver. I think they should have traded for a running back. I think they should have gone on all in for Le'Veon Bell, who was now forced to stay with the Steelers. He has still not reported. So who knows what's going on there? Any thoughts was, there, what, was there any news as far as Le'Veon Bell, like what the Steelers were trying to get for him? Um, no. I would have assumed it would have been maybe like a third, a third round pick. That's not too much to ask. And you know, so the question they, they begs would... to differ, or the the question comes into play. Then was he actually on the table, or was or did the Steelers just say he was on the table? Oh, he he was definitely on the table. If you can get anything for a player who's definitely going to leave, and you're not getting any value from, you would definitely you know get rid of him. Oh, for sure. But what, but what what if their plan is to just tag him again? They can't. Oh, they can't. No. Oh, that's I, they, okay. They they can't. I am they really can tag him. They can tag him, but it's going to cost so much money that they would have it's been a better off tax giving thing? him. The, no, it's not a luxury tax thing. It's there's a multiplier for the franchise tag, and it, after two years, which they have him on, the third year is an egregious multiplier. Like I'm talking about, he'd be making like around twenty million guaranteed. For a year, and they don't want to pay him that for like a contract. That's basketball money, right there. Yeah, you're right. That's basketball money. I mean, I'd be okay with it, but (laughs) no, as a player, that that would that would absolutely kill you. Yeah. Other big trades today: uh, Demarius Thomas going to Houston. Uh, They they swap seventh rounders and. They'll get back. Um, Houston, Denver will get back. Houston's fourth rounder. That's a that's a good trade. You know they already have Hopkins, and they did they did lose Fuller in that last game, so that is a good trade for them since they have an open receiver slot. Um, Dante Fowler from the Jags is now with the Rams for a third 2019 pick and a fifth 2020 pick. They really don't need any more people. They really don't. They they don't need any more defenders. Look, they're all in. It's obvious. They are all in. They want to win now. They have taken the model of, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, and they have taken it to heart. The Seattle Seahawks, what, what did they do? They had an amazing defense, and they had a young quarterback with a great coach, and they built around that. And that's exactly what the, the the Rams are doing now. That they're doing the same model, and I think Pete, like Sean McVay could be an amazing coach in the league. Um, uh, the last really big trade was Ha Ha Clinton Dix going to Washington. So now they have a, a even better secondary than they did coming into the year, which was already impossible was already to think of. So that puts a big strain on the Eagles because yes, they get Golden Tate, but they have a uh, the Washington football team obviously has a better record than them. So oh man, I'm about to die. The Eagles' schedule does not get any easier. Yep, I'm dead. They still have to play 
um, the Rams, I'm pretty sure. Oh, let's look that up right now, live. Eagles schedule. Yeah, go, go ahead and say every game, and I'll tell you what I think is going can, to – I can make, make estimations right now. All right, well, well they play. play the Rams on the uh, December 17th, 16th. right? 16th. 16th? Yep, but – um. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, so one of my friends is texting me. He's watching the stream. Shout out to Brent. I'm not going to say his last name. He, he gets too uh, big-headed. But um, Eagles <laughs> versus Cowboys. I'm taking the Eagles. Eagles versus Saints. That could be a shootout. I'm no, going with the Saints. Eagles. Easily. Really? Saints easily. You think so? Saints, Saints have been one of the best teams this year. And their defense is looking decent. If it's it's just unprecedented to see the Saints have a def- decent defense. I'm I'm gonna cool. go with the Eagles. Just just seeing if they have a down uh, down game. Uh, we know how we know how that works uh, in the NFL. Um, against the Giants, they'll easily have that. Yep. Um, Redskins, uh, take your pick. Where's it at? Uh, it is in Philly. Eagles. All right, and then we have Cowboys again. We already know how I feel about that. I think they'll split. Though I think they'll split those games. Oh. Dallas's defense is Dallas's defense is no joke, and Dak isn't a good quarterback. I was never on the Dak hype train. I always thought that Tony Romo should have stayed one or two more years. Well, but I mean, uh, for, for a guy that suffered three collarbone injuries, I don't blame him. Yeah, but if if the running game gets started at all, it's it's they're a hard team to beat. Zeke is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, going on to the Rams uh, on the sixteenth. Rams aren't losing that game. Uh, Texans the following week. That's that's not an easy game. Because, just because of their of uh, Houston's defensive presence, like that defensive line, you know, we were talking about the Rams. Don't forget that they have JJ Watt and Jadar Van Clowney. Yeah, um, but and we got to see their uh, new new offense. So yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see I, how that I, it's works. It's not for too him. much of it's not too much of a new offense. You know, Demarius Thomas is just gonna like fill the role that Fuller was in. But if Hopkins can just be Hopkins, that's already hard enough to stop. Well, I mean, right there, then you like starting. You'd have two really good starting receivers, really, really good receivers. Um, and then I guess to round it off, their last game would be versus the Redskins. Um, AP has been playing amazing this year. Once again, I'm I'm gonna have to give it a split. It's just so. Weird to hear AP and Redskins. <laughs> it's so weird to still hear AP. You're not wrong. Well, to be fair, it was also weird to hear AP and anybody else that wasn't uh, the Vikings. True, true. Uh, yeah, there's nothing really much else to talk about except Deshaun Jackson. Um, he wants out, and he will not get his out because the trade deadline ended. But um, I'm telling you, man, Tampa Bay, they have some serious stuff to start thinking about. Do you want to pay 
Do you want to pay uh, Jameis Winston? The, I, I agree with most analysts in saying that he won't be getting played because if he gets injured, then it's the guaranteed money, and they don't want to be on the hook for that. Which I understand coming from a business perspective. So, yeah. yeah. Plus, he's also not been doing a good job at all. Not at all. I mean, to me, he's he's in my eyes, he's a bust. <sighs> I mean, there, I, I don't no ever want to call anybody a bust, but that, 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 that technically that, from from how yeah. he's playing. He's not proving me wrong at this point. He he could in the future. He could become a decent starting quarterback after a while, but now it's not that time. You're not wrong. I cannot I cannot argue with you. All right. So I guess if if that's the end of it. Yeah, oh, I think man. that's all we got today. Oh. All right. So you want to go over the uh, social media? Uh, Reddit, oh, you backslash, or I guess forward he slash, did. shoot your pitch. We don't really make comments much on there, not yet, but, uh. Oh, wait, I'm not uh, there. Twitter. That's, that's about all we got, yeah. All right. Now, that being said, we will be getting off, uh, we'll be getting off Anchor. We'll, we could remain on Twitch, though, so have a good one, and until next time. See ya.